Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and uh, welcome to uh, another episode on um, of um, Fightful NXT post show. It's me, uh, Alex, by myself. Um, first of all, I'm going to say, uh, if you if you would if you do so nicely to 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 hit the like button. Um, and uh, subscribe and, uh, you know, tap the bell for notifications, all that. And um, subscribe to Fightful Select, which is the best way to support Fightful. Um, it really helps us out. Uh, I uh, am here alone tonight because my uh, wonderful co-host, uh, the better half of um, of Team Kalex, is out sick. Um, uh, she sent me a message today. Said she um, she was feeling terrible, had no voice, wasn't gonna be able to do the show anyway. Uh, and I was coming up with ideas of how I could get her with like laryngitis, sitting on one half of the screen and like holding up note cards or something that I could read out loud. Um, maybe we get like a soundboard where uh, she could um, I could I could say something and then she could like hit a button that says. Yes or no, you know something like that. Um, and she was like, "Let me see how I how I feel um, later," because uh, she says I'm going to get a COVID test and uh, came back positive. So our girl Kate has COVID. She told me to tell you guys because she's vaccinated and she's really um, she's really careful. Um, and yet, it's still out there. Um, she had COVID before when she wasn't vaccinated. Um, and says now that she is vaccinated, it still sucks. But it's way better than what it was she had before. So, you can get it more than once. If you had COVID before, that doesn't mean you're immune to it now. Kate is living proof of that. 
if you get vaccinated, you can still get it. It's out there. The variant is no joke. And it has made her very ill. And she cannot be with us tonight. So what we are going to do instead is have a get well party for Kate. Kate has passed out. She's at home. She is resting up. Good for her. In the morning, she's going to wake up and watch the show back. And we are going to throw a party for her with get well messages. So please, in the chat, send me your get well messages for Kate. And I will, and, and I will read them in the impression of your choice. So not only do you get to wish our friend Kate uh, get well, you also get to make me uh, dance like a monkey with my voice. So you get to say, hey, read this thing for Kate as Tony D'Angelo, hey, or read it as William Regal, or uh, read it as uh, Walter, read my message to Kate as Walter you know, or whatever, whatever you want to like, throw something out there. If I can, if I can half-ass an impression of it, I'll do it for you guys and for Kate. Uh, Cause I want her to read this back and laugh just as much uh, as if she uh, had actually been here during the taping of it. Uh, so that's, that's, that's going to be the idea. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't know what her, her impressions of, um, I don't know what her impressions of, of tonight would be. It's ladies' night. What? How how cruel is this that we have no Kate for ladies' night? Instead, we get like me, the most obvious like bearded white dude, talking about wrestling to talk about ladies' night. But that's okay because it was ladies' night in that there were a lot of matches featuring ladies. But you know, we, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um. I see uh, a, ma a message here from, from Zach Barber uh, saying that Alex without Kate is like Cheech without Chong. Uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's true. I've, I've, I've lost my sounding board. Um, <laughs> the bean kicked in, says, uh, get well soon, Kate. Read it in your most Alex voice. Well, that's, that's this. That's me. If you say, like, I'll just, I mean, I would, I would say it if it was a different, if it was you, my voice. I say get well soon, Kate. But if you were like the most crazy Alex voice, then I I guess that would be, you know, um uh, get well soon, Kate. I don't even I don't know who that is. Is that is that Von Wagner? I'm not really sure, but uh <laughs> the Nurguru says he has many negative things to say about this show. Many, but I'll start. By saying that uh, that I that he hopes uh, that Kate feels better, and I blame all you people. Uh, hashtag Kalex. Uh, Ryan Sullivan, who we all know has a uh, a um, an a absolutely uh, a vengeance, uh, uh, a vendetta against Kate, uh, said that uh, she was drinking out of nearly every stranger's drink. I saw it; she was reckless. Well, I don't know about that. I, I don't know how 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 uh, how much of a reliable source you are there, Ryan Sullivan. You 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 call Kate Catherine, and that's not even a real name. Um, <laughs> Ricardo El Idolo has a request that I do it as William Regal, drunk. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, uh, uh. 
get well soon, dear lady. <laughs> uh, oh, my stars. Uh, so I don't know. How, was that good? Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to save a lot of these get well things for Kate till the end of the show. Um, uh, but please keep getting them in. I, I, I this is great. I'm, I know she's going to um, appreciate it very much. So um, let's 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 talk um, uh, about um, how it was the oh, oh, ladies night. Um, uh, B Fab versus Electra Lopez in um, in a, a no holds barred, no disqualification, street fighty type thing with weapons and everything. Uh, more extreme rules than the stream rules. Um, uh, <laughs> I I thought uh, Electra uh, showed out in this. Um, there were a couple of things near the end that I thought were great. Um, it, it it appears to me that she is further along in her development than B Fab is. I love B Fab as a character. Uh, I, I it's it's hard. Like this is her first, her second match on TV is like a, a street fight, which is a completely different kind of match than than you would normally prepare for. Um, uh, there were some there were some good things about the match, and some of it felt like the pacing was off. There were a little plodding, a little slow, um, but. I, I I like it. Uh, I liked the the uh, what I loved was the running crossbody from Electra Lopez uh, onto Bfab, like making her sit through a, stu a stood up chair. Like the chair was like set up like a folding chair, and she made her sit in it so hard that they crushed the chair. That was cool. Uh, then they drop. He dropped her. Uh, she dropped her. Uh, clavicle first across the top of a setup chair and then hit her big uh power bomb thing to win um all right we, we had first thing we had was hit row coming out and doing like a another cypher uh where they all spoke in like you know slam poetry uh finishing each other's rhymes there was one point where um so, something said uh, yeah uh they were also they also did the whole they did the old street profits thing like here's what's gonna happen on the show tonight. They did that, so a lot of people were saying that they're auditioning for a main roster spot because Vince loves having his black people, his black acts come out and 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 then just read down what's the show. Yo, uh, but uh, Top Dollar says there's gonna be a lot of title switches. Um. Toxic attraction is is some of the baddest, and then they're like, "Whoa, whoa, don't say that!" And he was like, "I was gonna say women." He was he was gonna say bitches because it's allowed because it's an edgy, edgier thing now. Um. <laughs> uh, and then they had a they had a brawl uh, somewhere in there. Um, I want Swerve to defend his title against Escobar against whoever. Um, this is hit row to me was one of the most over, most organically good acts on the show pre 2.0. And they've kind of felt a little lost in the shuffle. Um, they've, uh, which is why I think they actually may be called up, which sucks for them. Um, because who knows what Vince is going to want to do with those people. Um, but, uh, but it feels like Carmelo Hayes and his boy are trying to like take over the, the corner 
of 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 the booking were like, okay, well, we only have room for one sassy black act on the show. Uh, we like these guys more than we like you. Sorry. Uh, that's what it feels like to me. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but um, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, Electra Lopez gets a strong win. Um, so so she's better than the girl on the other team, but I still would pick the other three guys over the three guys on Phantasma. But we'll see. We'll see how they do all this thing. It's a weird deal. I don't. I think this was a major feud they had planned, and now they have new people booking it. So they're like, let's finish that up, but in the most Vince and Bruce way possible. Um. Hey. Um. So. I. I. I, uh, I think. Um. That the honeymoon of Indian Loomis was not what I wanted. I, I wanted there to be a lot more faking out of him murdering her with sharp weapons, but instead there were a lot of faking faking out uh, of him. Um, well, not murdering her, uh, doing something else to her, uh, and not with sharp weapons, but with another implement. Um, it was them. It was them on the beach. Was cute. And um, uh, Gargano and Candice are, are watching from the balcony with binoculars. Uh, and like, this, this seems good. The, the honeymoon's doing pretty good. No, nothing, nothing bad as, I, as far as I can see. And like Candice is like, well, not yet. It's like, what do you mean not yet? Remember our honeymoon? She says to Johnny. Johnny goes, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Like he realizes that's what the honeymoon is for. The honeymoon is for sex. Um. And yeah, that was fun. So now he's got to go like um, make sure they have protection or not a, not too much protection. So he sneaks into their hotel room and he finds a lot of condoms in the suitcase. Uh, and then they come back from the beach um, and, uh, and he hides in the closet. And then the funny thing, supposedly, is that uh indy is is saying oh yeah give it to me harder but actually they're having a pillow fight um and then john after she falls asleep from the pillow fight got her all tuckered out uh she's he starts to leave and um <laughs> and uh and and loomis is still there and they flash each other a, a thumbs up and then Loomis pulls out of his robe pocket another giant length of condoms. It's edgy! I thought that Gargano had some good moments of humor in here. Uh, but uh, over, uh, uh, otherwise, I was like, I, I didn't want to see it be all um, uh, sexy time. I wanted, it, I wanted it to be more fun time. I don't know why. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and James Bowers says he, that he likes the idea of uh, Indy being the real psycho of the couple as a way to create matches in the future. Yeah, I think that's certainly a, a way they could play it. I, I, I think so. Um, I, I think they work really well together. I just don't know what you can do. They don't have a mixed tag division. I know Indy, I guess she's had her, he has her friend, uh, Persia, I don't remember her last name, uh, who's going to tag with her when she gets back. But I guess there's that. 
And Dexter Loomis gets to be creepy, I suppose. Hey. Hey. So, remember last week how uh, Kate and I both hated the Joe Gacy character? The PC principal. Everyone's calling him PC principal. PC principal from South Park was funny. This makes no attempt to be humorous. It's just him basically like, like weaponizing the language of social justice warriorism uh, as, as a way to get heat. Um, it's not funny. Like PC principle is, is over the top in a way that's supposed to call attention to how ridiculous a lot of this does sound out of context. But that's not what this guy's doing. Um, they were, uh, it, it came across as making fun of an entire subsection of people who believe that maybe we should try and treat each other nicer, um, which of course is referred to by another subsection of the population in this country as the woke left. That's not my words. That's, that's actually what the New York Post and Fox News said that that segment last week was about. It was about mocking the woke left. And so after those reports came out, they scrubbed all instances of that monologue from YouTube, from Twitter, just gone. They just they deleted it. So I was like, well, I guess maybe all publicity isn't good publicity. That that's uh that's weird. Um uh, and uh, uh um Okay, so I was like, so you're gonna you're gonna change the character then? Nope. Well, yup, in a weird way. Like he was back tonight, and I was like, they're really doubling down on this shit. That's a weird choice. But now now he seems like he's upset that people didn't like his woke stuff. So now he's talking about how you're not gonna cancel me and uh and stuff, and it it feels like like he's turning hard the other direction, which is like, maybe don't. Maybe don't do any of those things. Maybe just have Joe Gacy be a wrestler. I mean, you've already got the stupid gimmick shit with, with Andre Chase. Uh, maybe don't do gimmicky stuff for a while and see see if Joe Gacy can get over as Joe Gacy and before you have to like repackage him as this shit. Because uh, it doesn't quite work out for for me, um, James Bowers, uh says that uh, Joe Gacy is basically sounding like a red pilled MAGA dude, and it just disappoints me. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does feel like he was switching it around. Like some people backstage seemed triggered, and nobody uses that phrase in that way without it being about that. Um, which is a weird, I don't know, man. This, this just, can we just, can we just hit pause on the whole Joe Gacy thing? And then like, uh, after you hit pause, can you hit delete? Because I don't want any, any more of that. Um, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, James Barros also says that he wants me to say as Walter, feel better, Kate, Kate. We need you to feel better. 
Yeah, you get you get that all that COVID out of you. I have decided to embellish a little bit because if all you say is feel better, it feels like it's not enough. So I've decided to add more words. I hope you don't mind, James. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, um. So hey, remember two two weeks ago when Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch uh, lost lost a match, a title match to MSK, and then Pete Dunne and and um, Ridge Holland beat the hell out of him. And there was even a moment where like Oni looked at Pete, was like, "Why, Pete? Why? Why would you do this?" And Pete's like, "Oh, I'm Pete Dunne. That's what I'll do." Um, and uh, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So probably going to get a, a big tag team match, a grudge match. Oni and Danny versus uh, Ridge and Pete. They haven't mentioned that since. Um, and Oni had a singles match tonight against the the angry... Um, uh, <laughs> the, the angry, um, I don't know, anti-chauvinist... <laughs> It's a weird thing. Remember Zion Quinn last week, like offered to hold the door open for some ladies, but a dude tried to walk through. So then he beat up the dude. Mind your manners, I guess. And that was also Zion Quinn was the guy who, who beat Boa weeks ago. And then like saw Mei Ying. So he decided to leave the other way. And the next week on the show, Wade Barrett was like, I haven't seen, I haven't, seeing Zion Quinn, but trying to get a hold of him. Nobody knows where he is. And then immediately, immediately Beth Phoenix was like, yeah, well, he trains by himself. So that's not, that's not weird. Which was a weird thing to even bring it up at all. If he was just going to come back later and beat uh, Oni Lorkin, which he did with a flying forearm. I don't know what else to say about this. Oni Lorkin is, is they mentioned he's a former tag team champion. But his Danny Birch was nowhere to be found. They didn't mention the fact that he got kicked to the curb by Pete and Ridge. It's a new era in NXT where it's like Raw, where we're supposed to forget things two weeks after they happen. I was not happy about that. Um, Grayson Waller, or uh, as he pronounces it, Grayson Walla, Grison Walla, because uh, he's from Australia, don't you know? He used to be blonde, and now he's got dark hair. That she's he's not the first. Well, he's the first, but not the not the last. We'll see tonight who changed his hair uh, for no reason. But uh, he, there's a, a a promo of him talking about how he's um his he's got his first singles match. It's for the cruiserweight title, and he does. Um, which is an odd choice. I mean, I guess they gave uh, Crow Magnon, I mean, um, Von Wagner, uh, a, a title match in his first match. So why not? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the promo was fine. He seems, he seems like a, like a, 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 I can't find how big he is. I looked on like cage match. I don't think he has a Wikipedia page. I don't. I don't know how big he is. He seems like he's six two, two twenty. Are we? Are we just? Have we just thrown out the weight class thing for cruiserweights? 
I know 205 Live isn't the cruiserweight show anymore. Like they had a women's match on there last week, which I meant to watch but never got around to was Ember Moon versus Cora Jade, aka Trey Baxter's girlfriend. Uh and then there was a, a, a big hoss match last week. They've had a lot of big hoss matches on there. So why is it 205 live anymore? Just call it something else. Call it Friday Night Live, which it's not live. So I don't know why you're calling it anything. <laughs> why does it still exist? Um, is it is it basically, is it main event? Is it the main event show for NXT? Is that what 205 Live is now? Because if, if so, fine. Is it basically their version of AEW Dark Elevation? If so, okay, but make it make that more um, obvious in a way that like, hey, there's people who are would be on NXT, but they're not on TV this week. You can tune in on Friday night after SmackDown to watch them if you really hate AEW Rampage. I guess it's interesting. Um. So we'll see that Cruiserweight title match uh, later. Um, so MSK cuts a promo about, you know, what's next for MSK. They interviewed in the middle of the ring because that's how things are done in wrestling. Uh, what's next? We're fighting champions, I guess, right? That's what they say. Um, We'll keep smoking the tag division. I don't know if that's supposed to be a weed joke. Uh, just because they have the title doesn't mean they're content. We'll keep on being the fighting champions they said we would be way back when. It not matter if it's the old bulls of NXT or the new blood. Anyone can step up. And uh, the first team to step up is the grizzled young veterans. Uh, I love Zach Gibson. Uh, and uh, to a lesser extent, I also love James Drake. But I love the Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, they are way overdue for being uh, NXT tag champs, and I feel like they are getting lost in the shuffle. Um, if there weren't nine tag teams on Raw and eight tag teams on SmackDown, I would say bring up the Grizzled Young Veterans because I want to see Grizzled Young Veterans versus Street Profits again, versus the Usos, versus... Cedric and Shelton, because they're back together again somehow, versus the New Day, versus Viking Raiders. Like, there's all these great tag teams on, on Raw and SmackDown that I would love to see uh, Grizzled Young Veterans uh, fight and beat. I'd love to see it. Um, I also want them to be NXT champions. Like, it's, it's, getting, it's getting crowded uh, with, with tag champions. Um, as as you can see, um, he um, <laughs> he says that uh, where is our title shot? Uh, your little title reign means nothing until you defend against the grizzled young veterans. Uh, and then Carmelo Hayes and his his manservant. I don't know what the hell does Trick Williams do again? Um, doesn't wrestle yet. Um, he he comes out. They come out. Um, I maybe if anybody's get a title shot, it's me for these titles. Is that what you're gonna waste your title shot on? Okay. Um, so <laughs> trick trick gets hyped up 
and he says something loudly, vociferously, and uh, Zach's like, I don't even know what you just said! That's Scottish. Not Liverpoolian. I'm not really sure. But it was a lot of fun. It's like, the line for the title shot starts here! Um... Uh, MSK says, everybody needs to shut up because they're all talking. Um, and then uh, uh, you can step up and get beat again if you want, but they do it like, you know, jive or whatever. And uh, Gibbs like, why does everybody here talking riddles? Um, and then and then the Yahoos come out. That's all I was going to, I was going to call Briggs and Jensen the Yahoos. Because these guys, they come out and they're um, they're just they're just here. They're just two big dumb idiots. Uh, they are Toby Keith, the tag team, and I don't have any time for it. Uh, and we're like, um, like Trick Williams says something to 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 Brooks Jensen, and he's like, I woke up and I said, this is. This is, um, this is, I woke up and I made a promise to myself. This is how this guy has, this guy, you know, like, remember the old Stuart Smalley sketches from Saturday Night Live? I am really dating myself. Well, that was what he would get, look in the mirror and he would say, um, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. And that's a way to like get yourself going in the middle of the day. A little, a little, a little aphorism, a little positive aphorism to start your day. Well, Brooks, Brooks Jensen, uh, Brooks and Dunn, uh, Brooks Jensen, because there's no way that Brooks didn't come from Brooks Jensen. Oh, that's right. Trick Williams calls him his boot scooting, uh, uh, cotton eye Joe ass. Right. Uh, I woke up this morning and I told myself in the mirror, probably the first person to step out of line gets punched in the mouth. Because that's the way you want to live your life, I guess. Just committing assault at every turn. Uh, and uh, they uh, say beats up. There's a brawl. There's a giant brawl and MSK stands tall. But MSK is getting booed. And Myron Kid asks, why is MSK getting booed? Because I, for some reason, there's a certain section of, of the NXT faithful that are anti-MSK, especially when presented with the choice of MSK or GYV, the Grizzled Young Vets. Now, if I had my choice, I'm picking Grizzled Young Vets. But I'm not going to boo MSK. They're a great team. Um, there's, there are, there's a very vocal part of um, the Full Sail crowd, uh, that the former Full Sail crowd, that loves Grizzled Young Vets and believes they are owed a title reign and believes that MSK kind of leapfrogged them to get it. But you don't need to boo MSK about it. It's not their fault. You know? It's not their fault at all. Um, so, uh, the interview Raquel Gonzalez, uh, she says, Frankie's a good opponent. I'm not looking at, uh, overlooking her, but she's about to be added to her list of victims. And then Toxic Attraction walks by and rolls their eyes at uh, at Raquel. And Mandy says, that title looks good on you, but it would look a lot better on me. <sighs> uh, 
Yeah, they're doing that. They're they're going as fast as possible with that thing. Um, so uh, they're doing a Mandy thing where she's obviously the leader of the group. I mean, I think we all kind of figured that out, but um, the the other two, uh, Gigi and JC, are just putties. They're just they're just there to make her look good and take losses, um, uh, which is why they're immediately hot shotting Mandy to a tag team doing sorry to a NXT Women's Title pick, uh, program when her 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 ladies on Ladies Night. Uh, couldn't get the job done in the tag title match. Now, on ladies' night, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, including Io Shirai, who's one of the biggest female stars on the brand, didn't get an entrance. Like, they had her during the commercial break, and they gave Toxic Attraction the full entrance, which does not speak well for how they're going to book and view the women in NXT. Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of Gigi Jolin. I know that Kate is too. The JC Jane is fine. By the way, JC Jane, she had like crimped blonde hair for weeks. Uh, this, this week she's got, it's all, it's all brunette, um, and straightened. And because they all wear black leathery gear and she has similar colored and length hair to Mandy Rose now, I, I kept looking up at the screen and going, wait, is Mandy Rose in this match? No, it's not. It's JC Jane. Could we do something? Could like she get like a red streak in her hair or go back to blonde or, I don't know, purple, green, all colors of the rainbow, whatever you want to do, just so you don't have the, the, the two brunettes in the same tag team that make me with my old eyes go, which one is that? Um... This was a this was a decent tag team match. Um, I, I I thought that uh, that that both the challengers acquitted themselves nicely with with good moves. Um, uh, I, I think that that Zoe's finisher, that amazing like flip GTS thing where she lands with a huge knee, that was amazing. Um, Io Shirai hits the hits the moonsault. Um, so that the, the Toxic Attraction loses, but they're still the most important women on the show. Um, Andrew Sullivan uh, says that he feels like that Mandy moment would have been stronger if Toxic Attraction won the tag belts. Uh, not sure why EO and Zoe retained. Well, EO and Zoe retaining isn't a bad thing if you're actually going to give them a storyline or a series of matches. Like, this is their second time retaining i mean uh defending um uh it's not they can they could defend the titles more apparently like uh, uh indy uh, and and her friend persia are have their eyes set on the on the on the tag titles and that's fine um i, I love eo she's amazing uh, her having the title belts, and I also I believe Zoe is fantastic. Her having one half of the title belts is great because theoretically it gets them on the show more. It has them wrestling in matches more. 
if you have them be the tag champs and then shelve them so they're not on the show, that kind of defeats the purpose, I find. Um, but Andrew Sullivan also uh, says, get well soon, Kate. Uh, but didn't didn't have a a, a request, so um, I'll, I'll just I'll just I'll just do it as Walter again because I like doing Walter. Andrew Sullivan says, uh, "Get well soon, Kate. I mean, when I say soon, I mean now. Get well now. You tell that COVID to get out of your body. No, I will not be sick anymore. That is what I am saying." Andrew Sullivan says, "Yeah, you will not be sick." Um. And the nerd guru uh, says, hey, Vince, pal, you don't get to give Io Shirai a jobber entrance. Nope. Best female wrestler and worker in the world. Buzz off, says the nerd guru of the jobber entrance for um, for our girl Io. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, we'll talk more about toxic attraction at the end of the show because that's they're they're everywhere um braun breaker uh has a little um a little uh, a little package um a little video package he doesn't, have, he doesn't have a little package by the way you know who doesn't have a little package dexter loomis you don't need to linger so much on his speedos walking down the beach camera guy I know way more about Dexter Loomis than I ever needed to know. According to that little tight shot on his speedos. Jeez. Anyway, uh, a little package uh, for, um, for Braun Breaker. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I think this dude could, could very well be what, all of his uh, fans are saying he could very well be a future main event uh, a guy of, of WrestleMania even. He may go on to be a multi-time WWE and Universal Champion. He may do it within the next couple of years. He's got all the potential in the world. Which makes it even more of a baffling decision to saddle him with the irredeemably stupid name of Braun Breaker. And I see people like, oh, you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. Like WWE, they give people stupid names. I mean, we all thought Roman Reigns was a stupid name. I mean, I didn't. I thought it was fine. Not that bad. Uh, but even if you did, uh, there's not like an extra G in Roman Reigns or an extra N, you know? Or it's not R -R 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 Roman Reigns. There's two Ks. If you, if, if you named him Braun Breaker and just spelled it Breaker, I'd be fine. Honestly, I would think it was silly, but I'd be fine. You gave him two Ks. And one of the Ks is silent. What the hell is that? Why are you, why are you doing it? Why are you making him Braun Breaker? That's ridiculous. You've, you've immediately made it a silly thing. Every time I see his name, I'll never take it seriously. I may watch him and think that guy's great, but then I'll look at his name when they show it and he walks down the ring on oh, that's fucking stupid. Don't do that to your people. Why do you insist on holding your people back by making ridiculous creative decisions for them? 
I, I get like they, they were like, listen, we 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 don't we don't want to call you Steiner because we want to be able to own the name. And I get it, you guys are ridiculous profit weasels. But like, does it have to be Braun Breaker? You could come up with any other name, Braun Breaker. Ridiculous. It's a good it's a good little uh, vignette though with him interviewing, you know, um, and. Uh, I mean, he's he's he sounds like his uncle a lot, and it's it's a it's a good little thing. But like, um, he says, uh, <clears throat> "You want a friend? Get a dog," because I make no bones about it. Nobody actually says that. Vince wrote that on purpose to say, "You want friends? Get a dog. Make no bones about it. I don't dig." The fact that Tommaso Champion, Tommaso Ciampa is champion. And if you want me to beg, I'm not going to beg. I'm going to take a bite out of crime. I don't know what the hell. But why are you doing like make make no bones about it after you say the dog thing? It's ridiculous. Um, uh, James Barris says that Braun Breaker is going to get his name changed on the main roster. And this will all be a stupid waste of time. Just let him be Rick Steiner. It's true. I, I love the yeah, Rick Steiner. And the thing, they don't want him to be Steiner. I don't know why it's fucking stupid, but if you make him Rex Steiner and then you say, Hey, remember Rick Steiner? Remember that badass from 20 years ago? This is his kid. Remember Scott Steiner? Remember that giant all biceps, big bad booty daddy? Remember that dude? That's his nephew. This guy's got all the genetics you would want. It's 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 like it's like it's like calling her Charlotte Breaker. Although, maybe she doesn't want to be Charlotte Flair right now. Um, some uh, stupid punk. Uh, <laughs> says that Braun Breaker is going to get to Raw, announce his name, uh, and like uh, <laughs> smash cut to our truth in the back, going, "Oh no, so this, I'm gonna I'm gonna add a little something to your stupid punk." Braun Breaker is going to get to get, get to Raw. They're going to shorten his name to just Braun, and uh, and then they're going to smash cut to our truth in the back, going, "Oh, I was wondering where Strowman went." Uh, that's what's up. Um. And Rob Reed said, and people made the excuse that he couldn't be Steiner due to heat with Scott. Then why do you have him cutting Scott Steiner promos and doing the Steiner recliner? Now, I don't know if he's cutting Scott Steiner promos. That just may be how he talks. But he is definitely doing the Steiner recliner. And he's doing all of his dad's other moves in the ring. He's a Steiner. It's a selling point that he's a Steiner. I mean, he's a badass in the ring for all the young people who don't remember the Steiners. That much is fine. If you if you weren't around to watch them wrestle, that's okay, fine. But for all the old heads like me who remember the Steiner brothers before before Scott like bleached his hair and and got the goatee when they were the Steiner brothers, um, when they were awesome, um, it adds cachet to you like you immediately say well this kid might be something simply because i know his dad and his uncles were certified maulers uh then a guru says yes yeah, it's just like if randy orton was called randall wrecker with two k's rand 
Wrecker. That would be Randy Orton's name. Um, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I missed, I missed one. Uh, Justin Lopez is asking me to do one. This is not for Kate, and I don't know if I have. I don't think I can do MVP. Um, I don't think I want to try to do MVP. Um, but he he does have a question. Um, thoughts on John Alba's report that Hit Row is in talks to go to the main roster. I think it's hella soon since besides Swerve, they're all green. Um, I don't think Adonis is green. I think that you can, you can easy, if you can hide Omos, if you can hide Omos, the fact that Omos doesn't know what the hell he's doing. If you can hide that, then you can easily just play to top dollars strengths. And we like you don't need to see B-Fab wrestle matches. She can just be there to add to the whole flavor of of the team. Um uh but yeah, I I I think that that um that, that they they're great. And I and I I don't want to see them go to the main roster simply because I don't know what they'd be there, but then again, NXT is Vince's now, so we can't say like we don't want people to move up. I I I would say if they move up and they all get a pay increase, then via con Dios, have fun. Um, but we know that that's not that's not true. You got to wait for your NXT contract to 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 be almost up before they re- try and re-sign you. But yeah. Oh, man. Andre Chase is the worst gimmick in wrestling currently. I'm going to say that. I don't know why he's. I don't know why he's got his own university. That's stupid. Um, and then he had a match tonight against Boa, and they actually have him wrestle in the Chase U Letterman's sweater over a button-down shirt and slacks. Like, what the hell is that? Uh, it's the the gimmick is dead in the water. It's never gonna get the the one the kind of heat you want it to. And. and it's silly and stupid and cringe and bad and just don't do it anymore. Uh, but he faces Boa with Mei Ying at ringside. No, no sign of Xia Li. Uh, when Xia Li was gone for this long before, like they had a camera crew follow William Regal to her apartment and go like, are you, are you all right, Miss Lee? We haven't seen you at the performance center. Are you all right? And that that led to the whole thing where she got kidnapped by some Chinese people and taken on the slow boat to China where she was trained by a dragon lady how to be a murderer and 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 then she she kicked Mercedes Martinez so he, so hard they released her and uh, we haven't seen her like if she's not I guess she's going to go to the main roster which god help us but okay anyway Andre Chase is in control for much of this match with which means like yikes to Boa but uh Boa wins because Chase decides to mouth off to Mei Ying and gets metal in your lungs and Kenshiro says that they don't uh teach dare uh at uh Chase University it seems which was the drug addiction response effectiveness I don't remember what that was. What that what did that stand for? I forget. Um, 
<laughs> but I, yeah, I. <laughs> that's metal in your lungs. Uh yeah, this is fine. Um, uh, Roderick, um, Roderick Strong defends successfully against Grayson, Grayson Waller. Thank you, Robert Winslow. Drug, well, drug abuse, resistance. Where I lost you. You were the first one to throw it at me. Uh, whatever. Drug distance, drug abuse, resistance, education. There you go. Drug abuse, resistance, education. That's right. That's what that was. Um, Grayson Waller, Grayson Walla, uh, acquitted himself well. Uh, it looks really good in his first singles match. I still don't get the outfit. He's wearing like wide receivers gloves, football, like football gloves and boxing shorts. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what that's very, that's very eclectic to me. I don't know. I, for some reason, the boxing shorts just really throw me off. Um, tights wouldn't, um, trunks wouldn't, but the boxing shorts really throw me off. He did a lot of really good stuff in the match, like looked good. I mean, at one point, um, Strong took control for a lot of the match, but he should. He's Roderick Strong, and Grayson, Grayson Walla is uh, wrestling his first match, uh, singles match into NXT. Um, but he, um, he did this really cool, like, from outside in, like he jumped through the bottom ropes, did a tuck somersault, and jumped up into a stunner which was a cool move. Um, and then he did the weirdest thing. Like he leapfrogged Roderick Strong and I don't know his move set at all. So I don't know if there's supposed to be a thing he does after that, but it was the weirdest thing. Like he leapfrogged um, Roderick Strong for no reason. And then turned around and ate a giant jumping knee into the into the face, um, and uh, and that 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 was it. Uh, and he he got knocked out. He got knocked the fuck out. And um and 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 Roddy stood tall, and all of Diamond Mine. There's a lot of them now. They all got in the ring, and um, there you go. That was that that's there you go. Um, so good for Roderick Strong. Uh, we're gonna have to check on the weight limit for cruiserweight now. Um, and 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 find out whether Grison Walla was able to make weight for that. Because I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Um LA Knight got interviewed. Uh, he's got an Odyssey Jones match next week. Um LA Knight seems primed to be one of the one of the people who gets called up to the main roster next week uh, in the in the draft. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him get drafted on Friday or Monday and then lose the match to Odyssey Jones on Tuesday. He's there's he's an odd man out right now. Like if you're not positioning him at the tip top of the card with these people around him. He's an odd man out. He's not here right now. I don't know what to do with him 
right now. Um, sadly, the same goes for Cameron Grimes. Like, if you're not an old head willing to put over the new guys, um, then I don't I, I don't know where you, I don't know where you fit. Um, and I, I feel like Cameron Grimes is too young to be an old head and too old to be one of the new guys. Uh, so I feel like he's he's he might get he might get poached to the main roster as well. Uh, but LA Knight's got a match with Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones kind of sneaks up on him, and then everyone is distracted because Andre Chase is livid, and he just storms past everybody, talking about how it should have been disqualification when when there was metal in his lungs. Because nothing is as scary as the facts. Uh, and nothing makes uh, Andre Chase as mad as being vaped upon. So he distracts everybody, and L.A. Knight takes advantage of it and gently beats up Odyssey Jones. And I guess we'll get that match next week. Uh, Dante Chen is from Singapore. That's what the video package told me. That's all the video package told me, really. And... We'll see what else they do with Dante Chen going forward. But rest assured, he is from Singapore. And we'll see where, where that all goes. Uh, then they interviewed Trey Baxter and Cora Jade. Cora Jade has a match next week on NXT. Uh, like I said, she had a match um, on 205 Live against Ember Moon last week. I have no idea if she won or not. But uh, Trey Baxter standing there, and he's like, yeah, well, good luck in your match next week. Just don't do what I did. <sighs> and Cora's like, you still on about that? Don't worry. I won't do anything you did last week. And then they kiss. And then the interviewer's like, oh, that's so cute. They're in love. And they cut to Beth Phoenix, who's like, oh, gee, that's so cute. They're in love. Um, and so I'm already over this couple thing. Like I'm, I'm already over it. Uh, Trey Baxter being the guy who's like really hung up on the fact that he lost to a dude from Singapore is kind of interesting if you do more with it than just that. But uh, that's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got. Um, so uh, the highly anticipated debut of lashing out with Lash Legend was tonight. I th When they say it's my new talk show, I thought they meant it's our new talk show. Like, you know, like a WWE talk show where you're in the ring and you, you, you do a little introduction of yourself, you do your shtick, and then you introduce a guest who comes out and you interview them and the whole thing falls apart and people end up throwing chairs or whatever. But they didn't do it like that. When they say talk show, they mean, I think, Wendy Williams is the best example of what Lashing Out is. Because Lashing Out is um, is her, what appears to be at a comedy club. She's wearing, I believe she's wearing a captain's hat. She's sitting at a table uh, with a big drink. And she's got, like, up next to her, they, they keep projecting, like, Daily Show-esque uh, here's a picture of a thing I'm talking about. Uh, apparently, she she holds the single game rebounding record in the NCAA Women's Tournament with 27, which, as she says, that's a lot. Uh, and she was drafted by the WNBA, 
So she knows all about the draft, which she talks about. Uh, and then she talks about, I don't know, guys. Like, she showed, oh, she says, who am I lashing out against this week? Um, uh, and uh, and she, she she's, it's Andre Chase. This Pee-wee Herman lookalike uh, yells at his students. I bet you she won't. Uh, you bet you he won't come do that to my face because I will whoop that, and I'll, I'll see everybody next week. Um. Oh. Oh. Uh. Oh. She talks about how Cora Jade and Trey Baxter kissed in the locker room, but um, if she if Jade wants a real man, she get herself one that looks like this, and it shows Ikemenjiro. Um. I don't know what that is in reference to. I don't know why Ikemen is is slash is Last Legend sweet on Ikemenjiro or alternatively will Trey Baxter watch this segment and get wildly jealous and think Cora actually wants to date Ikemenjiro and so Trey Baxter will attack Ikemenjiro honestly i don't know guys this wasn't what i expected it wasn't that it wasn't Ms TV where you go out to the middle of the ring, you call somebody in to be interviewed, and you interview them, and then it, and it's terrible. This was different. It was also bad. Like it was bad. I think it was. I think it was bad. Not great. It was weird. It was so different that I don't know how to characterize it yet. But yeah. So they had announced earlier tonight that it's um. Ridge Holland versus Kyle O'Reilly. Of course, Ridge Holland beat up Kyle O'Reilly and cost him his spot in the in the match two weeks ago. And then Kyle O'Reilly attacked Ridge Holland last week. Um, and this was Kyle O'Reilly being the smart ring veteran, trying to take out uh, Ridge's knees. Ridge has had double knee surgery, I think, or ankle surgery, whatever the hell happened to him. But he's like, you have, uh, he's got bad knees, says uh, Wade Barrett. And then uh, Ridge Holland, whenever he can, gets a hold of, um, of Kyle O'Reilly and smashes him into the ground. And that's that. It's basically that. It's basically uh, Kyle, O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly being a technical wizard trying to take advantage of, uh, of Ridge Holland's bad knees and Ridge Holland gaining control every now and then and smashing um, Kyle O'Reilly into the canvas. That's what this match is. It's fine. There's nothing to write home about, but that's what it is. Um, and Pete Dunn comes out, uh, and um, Kyle O'Reilly runs Ridge into Pete Dunn, knocking him off the apron, and then rolls up Ridge Holland and gets the victory. And immediately he's beat down by uh, Dunn and Ridge Holland, uh, and they're beating him up. And then here comes Von Wagner. The only thing we know about Von Wagner is A, he likes to hit a tire with a sledgehammer, and B, he's he's in love with Kyle O'Reilly. I don't, I mean, I maybe I'm jumping to conclusions there, but he he really likes Kyle O'Reilly and wants to be his best pal. Uh because this is the second time he's he's saved Kyle O'Reilly from a beatdown. And I don't know why. It doesn't seem like he's angry at Ridge and Pete, because after he is able to dismiss Ridge and Pete to the outside, the whole time he's got like a hand lovingly placed 
on Kyle O'Reilly's shoulder, like wanting to make sure Kylo's Kyle is okay. Um, but here we go. It's Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly, the tag team you didn't know you didn't want because you never knew who the hell Von Wagner was until two weeks ago. The nerd guru says, um, if only uh, Kyle had backup that was relevant. Yeah, wasn't there, wasn't there a group, the unrivaled period, the unchallenged saga, the undeniable duration? I forget. Yeah, it's true. Um, some stupid punk also throws out something for uh, for lashing out. Says that Vince just found out about SNL and Wendy Williams. Yeah, it's true. I, somebody it does feel like somebody showed him Wendy Williams in particular and said this is what lashing out is supposed to be. Um. So, uh, guys, it's next week. He's debuting next week. Tony D'Angelo. You know, that guy from Chicago and also from New York whose family is in the waste management business. But also, according to the promo he cut tonight, his family is also in the docks business. You know, the docks where, you know, where there are ships that come in on the docks and then we get trucks and put the stuff from the ships on the trucks and maybe, he says during the promo tonight, maybe one or two boxes might fall off of those trucks. And if so, then my cousin Richie, who runs the docks, he might look the other way. But if it's anything more than that, then they call me Tony D'Angelo. And I come down, and let's just say after that, there's not a situation anymore. Eh? And next week, you're going to see me, Tony D'Angelo, premiering next week. Tony D'Angelo posted to his own Twitter on purpose a picture of himself like looking behind him like and and you can see that he's he's got a rat tail like his 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 hair has the weirdest friggin uh his his hair has the we weirdest Little ponytail in the back. It looks like a rat tail. I, I love it. It's just the most ridiculous thing ever. It's going to be so much fun to make fun of. And if he's any good at all, I'm going to love this guy. Like, mostly ironically, but also I'm still just going to love this guy. Uh, as 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 Luis says, here comes the gabagool. Um, I, I, I do love that, like, He's he's cutting a promo like up against like a a loading dock, like with like the sliding up and down door. Um, they do a quick establishing shot of some wharf somewhere and then cut to him leaning up up against this loading dock door. And it's it, it's obviously just part of the PC, but uh, they do this thing where it's like, you know, down on the docks where my cousin Richie is. We got to bring some boxes into these doors over here. You know, these doors that are definitely part of the docks and not the performance center where I am currently residing. Um, he's, he's just ridiculous. His fucking voice. It kills me. Oh, wow. I am so glad 
that I believe that Kate will be back here next week so she can she can take in the splendor that is going to be Tony D'Angelo's actual live television debut. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so um, Raquel versus Frankie Monet. This is fine. Frankie gets to get in some interesting offense. Uh, she hurts Raquel so that her back hurts too much to be able to do the Chingona bomb at the end. Um, Frankie gets in a, enough. Um, he he gets in enough. She gets in. Sorry, she gets in enough uh, offense. There's some good stuff that she does, but it does feel like they said we're gonna do this match. Um, on NXT for the premiere of the show, and then they were like, "Yeah, no, though, we're definitely not going in this direction for for who's going to be the champion." Like, Frankie got her title match, and that's good. I I really love Taya Valkyrie. I I, I I'm I'm interested in what she's doing as Frankie Monet, and 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 yet this felt like a goodbye. Maybe not to the main roster because I thought there was a there was a good chance they were going to have Frankie beat Raquel and then have Raquel go up to the main roster in the draft. But maybe Frankie goes to the draft. Like there's nothing for her to do in NXT. There there really isn't. Um, she she got her title match, and they they appear to be leapfrogging the hell over her. With something else, which we'll talk about in a second, um, but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I guess she's, I guess she's gone. I mean, because it it feels like that's the end of her of her time near the top of the division is what it felt like the way that this thing ended. Um, uh, but yeah, I yeah, um, the. Um, At the end of the match, after uh, Raquel was able to effectively, actually, finally hit the Chingona bomb on on Frankie, um, Frankie is uh, leaving, and Raquel is standing tall, and then Toxic Attraction comes out again. The two losers who lost the tag match, and Mandy Rose, and they come out and they're kind of looking at at Raquel and. Frankie and Jessica Maya and Robert Stone look at them and they were like, well, I guess our time here is finished and they start leaving. And then Toxic Attraction immediately turns around and beats the hell out of Frankie and Jessica Maya and Robert Stone, which hilarious. Robert Stone gets just, just beat the hell up uh, by uh, JC Jane. And then the three of them get up on the apron and surround Raquel. Now, this was unfair to Raquel because Raquel's strap for her gear had broken, and I think she was she was concerned about perhaps um, having um, a wardrobe malfunction, and so she was kind of tentative about. Okay, I'm supposed to knock J.C. Jane off the uh, off the apron with my title belt, but I also don't want to like flash a boob. Um. 
So the beatdown happens. The three of them beat the beat her the hell up. She tries to hulk out of it, doesn't work. Um, and uh, <laughs> and then we get Mandy Rose standing there, standing tall with Gigi and JC next to her. Mandy Rose gets to hold the title belt up. Um, and that's what we're doing. That I mean, like when. When Mandy Rose showed up on the on NXT low those many months ago, uh, having just they broke up Dana Brooke and her, and there was a thing going around like, oh, Dana Brooke is pregnant. That's why she's not there. A couple of weeks ago, she had a match on main event and lost, so she's pregnant. That's wildly irresponsible. But she's still on the main roster. She's just not doing anything. They broke up that women's tag team. Right as they were about to have a tag title match versus Natalia and Tamina, they broke them up, sent Mandy Rose to NXT, and basically said, Dana Brooke, every now and then you might get a match on main event. Um, and now Mandy Rose has dyed her hair brunette, and she's the next NXT Women's Champion. You cannot tell me otherwise. This is what they want the women's division of NXT to be. They want it to be Mandy Rose. They don't want it to be Raquel. They don't want it to be EO. They want it to be Mandy Rose. Um, then the guru says, I'm sorry. I refuse to live in a world where Mandy Rose. This is his comment, not mine. Where Mandy Rose, who sucks, is NXT women's champion, but Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, and Candice LeRae haven't been. Do I think Mandy Rose is a worse women's wrestler than Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, and Candice LeRae? Absolutely. Do I think she sucks? No, I don't. I think there's a lot worse women uh, uh, out there, uh, certainly in the history of WWE. And I think she still has room to improve. Um, I do have never been a fan of her of promo skills. So her cutting promos as the women's champion does not fill me with joy. Um, do I think that she should be champion? No. Do I understand? This is just what WWE wants NXT to be now. Yes. NXT, they want NXT to be Braun Breaker as champion because they also, they, they FaceTime with, with Tommaso Ciampa after Braun Breaker says, I, I want to be Tommaso Ciampa. I'm, I'm coming for your title. I'm not a patient man. And then they had Tommaso Ciampa FaceTime in to Vic Joseph. And he's like, listen, um, it took me 908 days to get this title back because I never lost it. Nobody ever beat me for it. And they're not going to beat me for it now. So if Braun Breaker uh, has a match with me, uh, he's too inexperienced to beat me. Um, which to me seems like Braun Breaker will probably have a match versus Tommaso Ciampa at the next takeover. And he will beat Tommaso Ciampa in eight minutes. Um, and then we're going to have Braun Breaker Kukur, as NXT champion and Mandy Rose as NXT women's champion. And that's what they want this to materialize forward into. <sighs> Which is not my preference. But hey, it's whatever, it's whatever it is. Going back to Tony D'Angelo over here. 
Rob Reed says, from his promo tonight, Tony D'Angelo has definitely murdered someone. Now listen, if that's true, he's just following in the footsteps of WWE and WCW great um, Bill Goldberg, who straight up threatened to murder Bobby Lashley last night. If I'm lucky, I will kill you, he says. Jiminy. Um, so, um, get your super chats in if you would like to, uh, wish, uh, our, our, our beloved, uh, co-host of team Kalex, uh, Kate Hensler, who is stricken with COVID at the moment, um, vaxxed, being careful, still got a breakthrough. She's very sick, but would be a lot worse if um if she wasn't vaccinated um we're we're sending we're we're sending her um get well messages that i will now read in whatever way you have decided uh that i should say um um so yes send your super chats of a goodwill message and also request an impression from me to read it um uh for for example we already did this one but i'm gonna do it again uh uh get well soon Dear lady, uh, oh, excuse me, uh, wine. Uh, that was uh, William Regal Drunk from Ricardo El Idolo. Um, uh, JB Love asks that I should read this as Cool Kyle, which is going to be an adventure. Here we go. Uh, get well soon, Miss Kathy Lee Henderson. <laughs> Old Abraham Pulaski can't carry the absurd burden of NXT 2.0 alone. He's weak, too weak, like me. Cool Kyle. Um, <laughs> Chuck Cassis uh, asked me to read this as Undertaker. Kate, get well soon. Get your rest do not rest in peace this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, 
com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Good. Um, <laughs> then I'll see. Now you guys are asking me to do improv stuff. Um, Brendan Towngate uh, uh, says that I should say this as Tony D'Angelo getting chopped repeatedly by Walter. Now, this, this was a very generous super chat. And so I have to do the thing that you've asked. So here we go. Hey, you're a pretty big guy over here. What are you gonna do? Chop me? <laughs> oh, ow! Oh, that's oh, that hurts. Why did you? Oh my God! Get well soon. Oh, ah, uh, hey, could you stop chopping me, please? Very large man. Could you? Ow! Get well soon, Kate. Ow! It serves you right, little man. I heard you murdered the man on the docks. That's not what we do here. Um, Caleb Maldonado asks that uh, I, I say this as the Joker. Uh, okay, here we go. Um. <clears throat> Get well soon, Kate. <laughs> I'm the clown prince of crime. I don't know. Is that good? Uh, Zach Schemmel says that I should say uh, this as the uh, Sands of Time voice, which is hard for me to say. I have to say Sands of Time to get into the voice. Here we go. Sands of Time. Get well soon. Kate. Is that good? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, I, I know she's enjoying this whenever she listens to it. This is great. Um, Thomas Scott says I should do this as Scott Steiner. I'm going to try. I don't really have a Scott Steiner, but I'm going to try. Okay. Get well soon, Kate. You take 45 plus 75, you get 100% of chance of beating COVID. The big bad booty daddy says get well soon. Um, <laughs> uh, Okay. Exiled Empath says, I've got two Miro ones in, in a row. Here we go. First one is from Exiled Empath. God's favorite champion wishes you a speedy recovery. And uh, Samuel Galoy says that I should also say this as Miro. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, uh, um, God told me to wish you to get well soon. Can't wait till Team Kalex is back together again. My hot wife thinks so too. <laughs> it's hard to do Miro unless I'm actually doing a quote. Um, <clears throat> William McDaniel uh, says, um, <clears throat> as William Regal, uh, get well soon, Kate. 
Can't wait to see your beautiful face back on the show. Uh, indeed. Um, uh, Jay Blood just says uh, they should say I should say um, uh, get well soon. Get well, Kate. Uh, get your shots, kids. Yes. Um, get your shots. Um. <laughs> Ricardo Elidolo says I should do this as Tony D'Angelo, but stoned. Um, uh, um, you, uh, yay, uh, you, you can beat the COVID. Fight on, Kate. Man, what was in that gummy bear you gave me? Because I, I am sailing. Um, Ryan Sullivan, um, uh, says she is really sick. Uh, this is somebody who would know. Um, we have to, I have to do it as Tony D'Angelo and I'm threatening to hurt COVID. Hey, COVID. I hear you wanted to infect my girl, Kate Hensler. What do you think? COVID. Do you know what I could do to you? Do you know what I could do to you? Huh? You, I, you don't got any knees, so I can't break your kneecaps, but, you know, you're very small. You're very, very small. So maybe I could step on you. I don't know. You're very, uh, I, maybe I could set you on fire. One time, one time there was this guy who wasn't paying his protection money, and I uh, set his building on fire. Maybe I could do that with you. Hey, it'd be a shame if somebody were to, I don't know, eradicate this virus over here. Just say it. Um, some stupid punk uh, says, uh, uh, sorry that he's late. Sorry, Kate, uh, that COVID's a witch. Uh, it is. Um, Zach Barber says I should do this as Macho Man. So here we go. I'm going to get a drink of water before I wreck my voice. Snap out of COVID, Kate. Ooh, yeah. Um, the Nerd Guru says I should read this as Orange Cassidy. I don't have sunglasses here. Wish I did. Oh, yes, I do. Hold on. Here we go. They're not aviators, so you'll have to bear with me. Get well soon, Kate. There we go. That's good. Um, <clears throat> Some super punk says I should read this as Walter. Um, <clears throat> Get well, Kate. Ponder this while you recover. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't very fuzzy. Was he? Yeah. Thank you guys for sending those in for Kate. I'm sure she'll love it. Um, we got a couple more uh, overall sentiments. Myron Kid says the takeovers with this inexperienced rock scourge are going to be rough to watch. Yeah, we've we've been conditioned uh, by years of NXT takeovers to know that every match is going to be better than the last, uh, with very few exceptions. Uh, all all the matches on takeovers are fantastic. And uh, I don't know if that's going to be the case anymore, depending on who they decide to throw out there. They certainly have enough people left over on the roster who know how to work those types of matches. So it just depends on who they team them with uh, of the young guys. 
The Nerd Guru says uh, that he liked Raw better than NXT now. Uh, then uh, he says, Alex, help. Well, uh, I, I don't know if I can I, I help you with that. Uh, you can you could watch right after this or soon after this on FightfulSelect.com. I'm doing my 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 sour graps review of of Raw from last night, which uh, had three good things on it. One was the opening match, the other was the main event, and in the middle, Shayna Baszler murdered Eva Marie, and there was literally nothing else. There were some good matches. But one was, well, both of them were huge amounts of rematches to get to the match. And, and, and they don't really mean anything. Raw was bad last night, guys. And I will be able to tell you why it was bad on my show that will start right after this. So thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, uh, send Get Well Love to Kate at... Kate on deck, I see on Twitter. Uh, I know she'd appreciate it. Um, and she'll be back here next week. I'm sure of it. Uh, and Tony D'Angelo is debuting. So it's going to be so good to watch. Um, thanks, guys, uh, for understanding what it was like to do the solo show here again. Uh, I did it for, for many months. And I've only been doing this, I think, with, uh, with Kate for like five weeks. Maybe that I'm not even sure as how long it's been, uh, and I I I can't. This was this was so bad doing it without her. I I I miss Tim Team Kalex just as much as you guys do. So uh, we'll see. Well, this will this will work again tomorrow, next week. Excuse me. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.